0: You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda. And today's topic, we are doing a part two on the black royals and rulers. Okay. So if you have not caught the first uh, part of this podcast, I highly encourage you to do so. We go through the lineage of the black melanated royals of Europe. Uh, Very, very interesting stuff. Uh, So we're going to pick up Where we left off, and what uh, we're using from for one of our main sources for this particular series is a book called The Negro Rulers um, of the British Isles. So, this is let me skip this for you, just want you to see the cover, so bear with me here. Okay, so The Negro Rulers of Scotland and the British Isle by Dr. John L. Johnson. Uh, He did an absolutely wonderful job. And I'm going to have a difficult time uh, trying to skip around in this book. He did such a good job that literally, I'm not able to skip around. (laughs) So that's a good thing. Um, So... This particular episode two of the series, we are going to talk about the House of Alpen. Okay? So, uh, let's kind of read through what they say, what he's saying based on his particular research, and then we're going to jump over and read uh, two sources of the mainstream. Uh, history that they're teaching. Okay. All right. So the House of Alpin, Fergus Moore, Negro, Kenneth McAlpin, Donald I Mac Alpin, Constantine the First, and I said I, I meant the first. I'm assuming that's the first. Constantine Mac McAlpin Adith Mm, I wonder if that's where Edith derived from. Mm. Edith McAlpin, Okeed McAlpin, Donald the Second Constantine the Second Malcolm the First MacAlpin, Enduff MacAlpin, Kenneth the Niger. We talked about that in the in the first episode. Niger Dub. Or black because remember dub means black okay so we already know that anytime you see the word niger or niger that that is automatically referring to black okay now I know that term when you use it with the hard ER that's giving it a negative connotation all right but you know, other languages. Uh, matter of fact, Spanish uses the word Niger to describe black. All right, so the Niger McAlpin, Cullen McAlpin, Kenneth the Second McAlpin, Constantine the Third McAlpin, Kenneth the Third McAlpin. Kenneth the 4th, MacAlpin, and Malcolm the 2nd, MacAlpin. The following rulers of Scotland. So let's just be clear. Let's just be clear. Kenneth the Niger Niger Black, right? So Kenneth the Niger Black or dub, and here are all of the descendants of that line, which are deriving from black. So the following rulers of Scotland, yeah, those black rulers, regardless of their blood connection with Kenneth McAlpin, politically selected other dynasty titles As, now this I found interesting. Get ready, family. Get ready. The following rulers of Scotland, regardless of their blood connection with Kenneth McAlpin, politically selected other dynasty titles, other dynasty titles, as the House of Dunkeld, House of Canmore, House of Ball Owl, I may be pronouncing that wrong. House of Bruce, now, I'm not gonna, uh, I have to be truthful. House of Bruce is House of Bruce and the House of Stewart are the only two out of this line that I uh, recognize. But what we need to get out of this is that the McAlpens also um selected dynasty titles okay so here's the titles that they selected All right cuz remember in part 1 if you uh are here from part 1 we talked about how the title of steward was issued okay the Moorish House of Steward continued to rule both Scotland and England in AD 1603 until it was succeeded in AD 1714 by a German rule and blood kin of the Stuarts. Let me back that up. The House of Steward continued to rule both Scotland and England. In AD sixteen O three, until it was succeeded in AD seventeen fourteen by a German rule and blood kin of the Stuarts, called the Hanoverian dynasty. This dynasty was succeeded by the Saxe Coburg Gotha dynasty in eighteen forty by the same people of the German. Hanoverian dynasty. Pretty important stuff here. I told y'all, I'm really having a hard time like hitting the highlights of his body of work because he, all of it is so good. (laughs) So, uh, what can I say? I mean, I I guess I shouldn't uh, complain. He's just really, really doing, he's really doing a, a great job. Okay, in nineteen seventeen the dynasty was renamed the House of Windsor that exists today, okay, so we know the House of Windsor today um, is a Caucasian dynasty, okay, but the original dynasty came from... Niger dub or black the Mech Alpins. Okay. Now a great question was asked in the comment section on part one that you know there's rumors that uh, the Windsor Dynasty, specifically Queen Elizabeth, from Queen Elizabeth from the Windsor dynasty, that she is not the rightful um, bloodline. And I have absolutely heard that rumor before. Of course, I don't know that it's true. Um, but either way, what we do know is that this Windsor name was sanctioned. And once this House of Windsor name or title or dynasty was switched out from the uh, Sax Coburg. Gotha dynasty, or the the Hanover, I always say Hanover, but I know it's Hanoverian dynasty. Once this German dynasty was, uh, the melanated black dynasty was switched out, it became Caucasian white. So I don't know if the Caucasian white Windsor dynasty is of mixed heritage or if it was just a total different bloodline that has Caucasian people. I don't know that uh for sure. Okay. And of course, I don't think they'll ever tell that until they're ready to tell it. Okay, but in my opinion, the creating this dynasty or switching it from the Saxe Coburg Gotha dynasty and the Hanoverian dynasty to the Windsor was a huge reset to switch it out from melanated rulership over to Caucasian rulership. Okay, that is my opinion. That's what the evidence is leading me to. Let's continue. Kenneth, the Niger's father, was named Malcolm MacDonald, the first who was believed to be the eighth King of Scotland. How many melanated McDonald's are there out there? Hmm. Historians have enjoyed applying the phrase Kenneth the Niger rather than Kenneth the Niger McDonald. For the name McDonald means son of a black or dark skinned warrior which in turn bear a direct connection with Scotland's first king of Alpine dynasty, Kenneth McAlpin, who was a Moorish Negro. The short form form for the name Donald is Don, Dun, or Don, or Dun, which means child. Black, dark, or Negro. When James Stewart, the fourth of Scotland, became English, England's first Scottish ruler, he was also of Moorish Negro lineage, as was every male king of the bloodline of the uh, of Kenneth the Knight, or Dub, because remember Dub means black, and his forefather Kenneth. McAlpin, and I always want to call him McAlpine because that's a popular name today. I'm assuming that's a deri- derivative. McAlpine is a derivative for from McAlpin. Kenneth McAlpin was not was also called Niger Valdub. The name McAlpin was applied to Kenneth McAlpin's descendants and siblings. The forefather of Kenneth McAlpin and all of his descendants was Fergus Moore, Negro, Black or Niger, who was the first king of Scotland. In the Greek Greek uh septiagent, and I apologize, I know I ain't pronouncing it right, and Geneva Bibles. In Zephaniah uh, chapter two verse twelve, the African Ethiopia is identified as a Moor, the same as Moor, Mar, Maru, or Moranian, meaning Negro. Mm -hmm. The Scottish, British, Moorish King James made a comment to his wife, Anne, that his lineage sprung from the Fergus race. In the great gallery of the place of Holyrood House in Edinburgh, Edinburgh, there exists 89 portraits of Scottish kings from Fergus Moore, Negro, to Charles II, the black boy. Okay, so again, you can go over and um, and I hope everyone gets this book. He's, he's doing an excellent job. And we're, fam, we just at the beginning, All right? So again, this is The Negro Rulers of Scotland and the British Isle by Dr. John L. Johnson. Okay, so that's the House of Alpine. So let's jump over and see what the official history narrative is saying. Let's see. So, you know, I like to use Wikipedia as an overall source to see where majority of the populace what they are being either taught or what they think. So, this is the House of Alpin. The House of Alpin also known as the Alpine Dynasty clan. Now, this is interesting. Chinadia cuz somebody was in the comments saying oh you know um we all came from asia um so that that's interesting that they're saying cl- clan Chinadia and that that could have nothing to do with that okay so and clan Chinadia McAlpin was the kin group which ruled in Picton and then the kingdom of Alba from the advent of Kenneth McAlpin in the 1840s until the death Malcolm II. Kings trace their descendants from Kenneth McAlpin and Irish genealogies. In the book of Balymote and the book of Lican refer to the Kindred as clan. Are they misspelling this? Senanita? No, it's just different um, variations. By prioritizing descent from Kenneth, the origin of the families are uncertain. Oh, are they really? Let's, let's jump back over. Oh, sorry. I'm going to go over that one, too. That origins are uncertain? Exer- it, it's uncertain? Bear with me, family. Uh, you know, since, since, you know, they said it was uncertain. The first dynasty of Scotland was called the Alpin dynasty, ruled by the Pitts, who were described to be short- pygmoid, dark-skinned people. So, let me jump back over here. Now, you say House of Alpin. Yeah, 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 you said that, yep, Kenneth McAlpin, he's the start of the Alpine dynasty, but the family, the origins of the family are uncertain. But the first dynasty of Scotland was called the Alpin Dynasty, ruled by the Pits, who were described to be short, pigmoid, dark skinned people. Hmm. Okay. So let's continue. Later. Uh genealogists or of doubtful reliability make Kenneth a descendant of i e find who the heck is this? Child, I don't even know who that is while plausible such claims are unprovable and only appear in the late tenth century. The associated idea that Kenneth had been king in Riata, where's region is that, a Gaelic kingdom, which, oh, okay, so that's still in Scotland and all of that, oh, okay, before he contended successfully the power in Picton, Pictland in the 840s following the death of this person, child, these names are getting me, is supported by nearly contemporary evidence. Okay, so y'all saying y'all don't know where, where the Alpins stand from, yet yeah, we have a source saying the first dynasty of Scotland was called the Alpin dynasty, ruled by the pits, who were described to be short, pygmoid, dark-skinned people uh okay early kings of clan uh, seneida alpine are described as described as king of pits pits and the third king kenneth's son constantine the first appear to have been regarded as the last of the seven pictish kings soon after his death The descendants of Kenneth were ousted in 878 when Constantine's first brother, Ed Mac, ah, Ed Mac, or Ed Mac, was taken out by G. Rick MacDougall. But they returned in 889 when Constantine's son, Donald II, ascended the throne upon the death of uh, the disposition of Jarek. I think that's Jarek. I bet you that's where Derek comes from. Derek or Jarek with the J. So remember, J was introduced later in the alphabet. It tr- truly wasn't around uh, in uh, 878. Donald II and his successors are described as kings of Alba. During the 10th century, succession alternated between the descendants of Constantine I and those of Ed. Okay, so strife in the late 10th and early 11th century left the descendants of Constantine I unchallenged by male-line descendants of Kenneth MacAlpin, but Malcolm VII left no second, sorry, left no male heirs. On Malcolm's death, the line of kings descended from Kenneth came to an end. Future kings, while still tracing their descendants from Kenneth, were descended from Malcolm's daughter Bethoc and her husband Uh, Crennan of Duncan. Okay. So let's go back again. Oops, sorry, family. We already told you we have a source saying, several sources, giving you where the dynasty of Elpen comes from. Uh, They were ruled by the pits who were described to be a short, pygmoid, dark-skinned people. So who got what on the throne? They, since they confused on that part, y'all notice that that Wikipedia article was hecka short. It was hecka short. But... Here, here they cl- clearly gave a breakdown of the next line of rulership. The following rulers of Scotland, regardless of their blood connection with Kenneth McAlpin, politically, politically selected other dynasty titles as the House of Dungkeld, so best old girls, shouldn't say, oh girl, that's not respectful. That's a, a relative, right? That's one of the um McAlpin's, his daughter's husband, that's his name, right? The Dunkeld. So a house was created with the Dunkeld. So that name is through marriage. So either the rest of these names are directly related to McAlpin, or they were politically selected. These dynasties were uh, politically selected to exist. Okay? So let's go into uh, another source. And uh this is ScottClans.com. I need to remember to save this. Y'all probably hear them ch- uh my next door neighbor's chickens. <laughs> it's that season. Here we go. Me and them uh, me and that dog on rooster. <laughs> so uh the house of Alpin, named after King Alpin II of Dalryda, the House of Alpine, brought together the crowns of the Scots and the Pits. King Alpin had previously been called King of Pits and Scots, as well as King of Dalriada. Oh, okay, so that's where they get Dalriada from. He reigned from around 833 to 8- 840. King Alpine II was the uh Alpen, the 2nd was the first tribal leader on record and held land in Kentry or Cantire and in Northern Ireland from evidence which exists he appears to have died in battle against the Picts in Galloway legend said he was married to a Pict princess who allowed his son Kenneth to unite the kingdoms that of the Picts or the Pictish and Celtic thrones with the Picts succession went through the female line. Hmm. Now this is interesting because it appears that King Alpin married an indigenous woman of that region. Okay. And I find it interesting that the Picts, so in other words, King Alpin II, I don't know, and forgive me, I keep saying Alpine, but King Alpin married into the Picts. But the Picts, who were indigenous in that particular area in Ireland, they ran their bloodline through the women, which typically when you see indigenous people around the world, that's usually the way it works. So I was like, oh, clutch, pearls, clutch, the pearls. But let's continue. King Alpin's son, Kenneth I, formed this new kingdom of Scotland. Kenneth McAlpin, or Kenneth McAlpin, Penn, okay, they just spelled it a different way. Or King Kenneth I became the first king of this new kingdom of Scotland. Years later, during the reign of Donald II, the king was titled the King of Alba. From the rule of Donald I, the House of Alpin followed the ancient Celtic law of tanistry, meaning that the royal family selected did the new successor, the successor to be king. This chosen successor would act like a regent, so if the king was away on business, this person would take over. It was a very practical answer to the problems of the time. Low lifespans meant that very few men lived into their old age, not leaving an adult descendant. The later tradition of the kingship going to the oldest son, which we still see today, wouldn't have worked then as it would have left the kingdom in the hands of children. Okay, and we saw this uh, going on later uh, down when you get to like the steward line. And, um, you know, for a matter of fact, James uh, Stuart, King James Stewart is one example of um his father uh, got taken out in war if I'm not mistaken and he got the throne as a young man okay and then that happened again with uh King Henry the 8th okay and he actually had two adult daughters and I forgot that he had a son and uh his underage son, what was a teenager, and the underage son wind up uh transitioning and then the power eventually went to the daughters. Okay. So that's that's interesting. At the time at that time it was different and arguably better structured. Tanistry came to a savage end with Malcolm II who wanted to ensure that the succession remained in his own branch of the House of Alpin by taking out most of those who might have a claim from somewhere else within the family. Child. Mm-mm-mm. While kings lists have survived, little is known about them as individuals until the thirty sixth king king um, I'm sorry, until the thirty-sixth king Kenneth, son of Alpin. The capital of Dalryda slash the kingdom of Scotland was Dunay Dunade near Kilmartin Glen in Argyll. Now Those of you in Chicago, y'all know them projects called Argyle Gardens. Of course, they don't exist anymore. Y'all get with a name? See where this stuff comes from? This spot has been occupied since the Iron Age and is one of the most famous historical sites in Scotland a spectacular hill fort and the probable site of where the kings were inaugurated during the time of the house of Alpin. Dunad was founded by Fergus Mott in about AD 500. So, you know, let's just refresh the fam's memory. Shoot, I wonder if I can... Uh, I don't know why it's not acting right for me. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> okay, so I just want to make sure that we are going to... I just want to refresh folks' memory on that particular name, uh, Fergus... Mott. Okay, maybe I'm losing my place. Uh, I'm probably losing my place. Okay, I'll let it go, but I was just going to point out again what it ties back to, so no worries. Um, it was a complex fortification defended by four lines of Walling on different levels, these structures appear to have been built between AD 500 and 1000. Objects found in excavation show us that it was a site for fine metalwork. Okay, so was this in the Iron Age? I'm just... mm. Okay, I'm assuming it was. The basin and the footprint may have been used in the inauguration of Kings of Delrida. The most remarkable feature is a series of carving on a rock slab neat the summit. There is a figure of a board near the outline of a footprint and a rock cut basin. Could it be that the footprint symbolically married the kings to their land? There are a late medieval description about this kind of inauguration. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, on the same rocky outcrop is an, an scissored boar. There is also Ogham's script running beside it. The real meaning of these carvings are unknown. And the script, a complete mystery, a language lost in the midst of time. Okay. All right. So let's just see real quick. This is, I think they actually did a a good job. I'm surprised. I just clicked over and to Kenneth McAlpin, Uh, and maybe I'm just tripping, but they depicted him as Tawny. He's he's Tawny. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that they got him on here as Tawny. I really, really am. Wow. Okay, and I, I just wanted to jump over just, just to see for grins. Okay, the story, and so this is Kenneth McAlpin, 18, I'm sorry, not 18, 843 to 859. The story we commonly hear is that Kenneth McAlpin is one of Scotland's great heroes. The champion who is AD 840 is supposed to have driven off the Vikings. This brave war leader appears to have come from nowhere but ooh, we already know where they said he came from. So just again. The first dynasty of Scotland was called the Alpin Dynasty, ruled by the Pits, who were described to be short pygmoid, dark skinned people. All right? So now I can't judge his height. He don't look short here. Uh he's not dark, but he's not Caucasian either. He looking a little tawny-ish to me <laughs> with two braids okay so uh this brave war leader appears to have come from nowhere stepping into and pow- to the power vacuum created after ex- after the existing royal line is massacred by the Vikings. So it is that Kenneth MacAlpin steps in and unifies Scotland and is famously crowned the first King of Scotland. Okay, so they claim in the historical records tell different oh, well oh okay. All right, because whatever, you just contradicted yourself up in this first page. All right, so I just wanted to give you some more sources on the house of um Alpin. Okay, so just to keep everything together, the house of Alpin was the first one out the gate, per se, over in Scotland. Right, and then they created these other houses. They politically selected these other dynasty or dynastic titles. The House of Dunkeld, based on what that other source is saying, through marriage, that Dunkeld name is through marriage of the daughter of um, one of the MacAlpins. I think it was uh, Malcolm. Okay. The house of Canmore, house of about all, oh, I, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. House of Bruce and the House of Stewart. Okay. So the the house of Alpin created these other houses. All right. So let's get into what they're saying. Uh well what Dr. John L. Johnson from his book, The Negro Rulers of Scotland and the British Isle. So let's get into Kenneth McAlpin, the Niger. Okay? The Christian converted Moorish Pictish Kenneth McAlpin, who was called Niger Valdub, was the first king of Scottish Alpin dynasty. The Scottish archaeologist David McRitchie stressed that Alpin, the father of Kenneth Alpin, was a half black pit and a half black Scot, whose son Kenneth, was the first to merge the two foremost branches of the blacks in Scotland. Okay. When Kenneth McAlpine died, his younger Moorish brother, Donald I, succeeded him following the death of Donald, his nephew, Constantine I, the older son of Kenneth McAlpine, succeeded him, Constantine I, after suffering a defeat and beheaded. Okay, so he's just, you know, reminding people that uh, use the Bible as sources, number one, he's giving you different versions of different Bibles. So shout out to him. Um, And he's just pointing out the scriptures saying more. So anybody that, cause I I heard, I literally heard someone say that more doesn't mean black. And I'm like, are you kidding me now? or the Moors weren't black, I I was just blown away. I'm like, people will go to any length to stay in their comfort zone. So he's just simply listing here, once again, anywhere we see the term Moor, it is synonymous with black. All right, so after suffering a defeat and beheaded by the Vikings... Okay, so now if you want to know what was going on with the Vikings, um, check out a YouTube channel called Medicine Man. A shout out to Medicine Man. He did an excellent drop uh, on the Vikings. Okay, right? Hint, they were more, more meaning black. Okay, so uh, was succeeded by his Moorish younger brother. I don't know if this Edith it, that looks like Edith to me, who whose reign was short-lived after the death of King Edith, his nephew. Eckard and cousin Jerick. oh Greg or Gregory. Thank you for because I was calling old boy Jarek. So y'all see that G-I-R-I-C translate today to Greg or uh, Gregory, because I was saying Jarek, succeeded the throne and ruled jointly, following uh, Echade, cousin Donald II, son of Moorish, Constantine I. Uh, So he's just going through this genealogy again, so I'm not going to... Go over this because we this would have been the third or fourth time uh, we went over it. I'll just pick this back back up right here. Every king who followed Kenneth MacAlpin was of Moorish descent. So just to be clear, a black uh, skin tone. Okay, but remember the Moors. If you use that term. Comes out of what? Let's just go back. And I was looking for that Vegas and that other one, and then of course I came right to it. But do 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 da 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 um, they come out of Africa, okay The long head of northern Europe is regarded now by ethnologists as a short of headed brunette Mediterranean race of Africa. An old Irish legend speaks of dark-skinned giant race who settled in Ireland from Africa and Spain who descended from Noah and Ham. Spain was earlier called Iberia, Ethiopia. So just, just to remind folks of when you hear that word more, you have to take it into its total Content because today, of course, it's meaning different things. Okay, uh, in the Americas anyway. But traditionally, Moors meant Nigers with assume black skin out of North Africa. Niger a river in Northwest Africa, which rises on the Northeast border of Sierra Leone. Okay. So I just, I just want to remind people what these terms really mean. Okay. So every King who followed Kenneth McAlpin was of Moorish descent McAlpin's descendant Kenneth Dub, Niger, Duff, or Duffy, and all of his successors were called the Sons of the Black. So go on and look up his particular source. The four most popular African Moorish kings to rule Scotland were Kenneth McAlpin, Niger, Valdub. I mean, that's blackety 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 black. Dub is black. Niger, from that particular black region. Kenneth the Niger. Ooh, child. Macbeth and James the Fourth. So let let me read that again. The four most popular African Moorish kings to rule Scotland were Kenneth McAlpin, Niger Valdub, Kenneth the Niger, Macbeth and James the 4th. So that means James had to be of bloodline to MacAlpin. King James went on to become the first African Moorish Scottish king of England. All rulers of Scotland until the 17th century were descendants of King McAlpin, either through the male or the female line. Boom. So in the case of the one house uh, that they showed, that was uh, the name was through one of the uh, McAlpin Pen's daughters, it was her husband's name. Okay? And they decided to set up that house based on her husband's name. But that would have more than likely never happened had he not been married to a McAlpin. The African Moorish Kenneth McAlpin Niger Valdub is the thirty-third great grandfather of Elizabeth II. The king fathered Constantine. It could be Ed too. Ed and three daughters. He died in A.D. 859. Okay, so look at his uh the picture they have here of uh, Kenneth McAlpin, the Niger, okay? They do have him here as um, Swathy. He's darker, okay? And peep, peep his get up. Let me see if I could. Oh man, I was hoping I could blow this up for you, family. I can't blow it up, sorry. Uh, but you see, you notice his hat? Does that hat look familiar to you? Uh, Isn't that the hat that the Pope wears? Hmm. All right. Okay, so we're going to use that um, as a stopping point. This is really getting good, fam. Um, So I do, let's just read this footnote real quick. The ancient Alpine religion, which was called Celtic Druism, was characteristically a Negro Canaanite ritual called Baalism or Hamism. Druidism, which also promoted the one God worship, had existed long before. Ooh. Oh, this is interesting. I'm just going to read that back over again. The ancient Alpine religion, which was called Celtic Druidism, was characteristically called Negro Canaanite ritual called Baalism or Hamish. Druidism, which also promoted the one God worship, had existed long before Judaism. Christianity and Islamic by which many Jewish Christians and Islamists values are borrowed. Christmas tree, Easter, etc. The Canaanite chief god El or El Elion, you know, those that like to say Elohim today. Also called the Most High God was adopted by the Hebrews. They're giving you the biblical scripture, so I, I, I'm just gonna highlight this. So this this right on right 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 on here, right on there. Okay, so this is a good stopping point. Uh, so again, whoo, yeah, I'm I'm really trying to highlight what Dr. John L. Johnson is saying in his book, The Negro Rulers of Scotland and the British Isles. But it's so doggone good. (laughs) So um, thank you, uh, family, for joining us. Uh, This is our second podcast on this particular show, The Black Royals and the Rulers. So we'll come back uh, next week and pick up where we left off. I am really, really enjoying this. I'm learning a lot more, getting a lot more insight, and it's really helping me tie together the bloodlines regarding uh, the European rulership in its entirety. Uh, So I hope you are also getting some value out of this as well. And if you are not subscribed to us, I highly encourage you to subscribe, like, and share Uh, This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. I wish everyone well on this Friday. Peace and love.